Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. What's happening, everybody? As promised, we have a special guest coming up on After 9. For those who have heard Season 1 of the podcast, it's there. If you scan all the way back, you'll get Season 1. And our producer at the time was named Angelo. (laughs) Angelo's great. Angelo's great. And we... I don't know. You know what? I'll let him explain. We, we don't need to go into detail, but uh, he's had a, a career change recently, and we decided, hey, do you want to jump on the podcast and just quickly catch up? I'm curious. I mean, I was wrong, and I'll fully admit that to him, but I also want to know what the hell's up, because he's still with his girlfriend, but he hasn't proposed yet, and I was fully expecting that last Christmas. That's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, you were convinced, convinced. last year he was going to put a ring on Convinced. It. I think I said January. So January of, 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 of this year, maybe even, I guessed it would be happening, but it didn't. So I'm just curious, like, does he have the ring? What does it look like if he does? When is he pr- planning to propose to her? And she's with him, by the way. She's here. So uh, hopefully we could do that without it being super awkward for him. But I don't think we care either way. So, no, I don't care if it's awkward at all. I don't Listen, care at all. If you yourself, because this will be a very relatable segment when we have Angela on coming up on After 9. If you are afraid of commitment and live with your parents in the basement and have everything done for you by your ma, uh-huh. then you will love this segment coming up here on the After 9 podcast. <laughs> uh, a couple things I want to get to first. I told everybody I was going to go for a COVID test yesterday. And I did. This is my effort to make sure that I have protected my mom, whom I'm going to have dinner with on Friday, Christmas Day. I'd never had a COVID test before, but I figure, fuck, everybody else is doing it. I might as well. I mean, the province is paying, I think it's $48 per test is what we have to pay. So I thought, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to use up my $48 share and I'm going to go in and get one. Cat, it was one of the fastest things I've ever done in a hospital. Oh, good. I went to Milton Milton General Hospital. I forget what we call it. It's the Milton Hospital. I went there. They've got a separate door set up for it, and they've got a parking lot specifically for people that are going for COVID tests. When you go in, the first thing they do is ask you for the parking thing that you got, and they validate your parking. They give you one to get out. You don't even pay for parking when you get a COVID test. I mean, they they, they – I'm sure purposely do that so that it makes it it's as easy as possible, right? Easy, in and out, uh, doesn't cost you anything. There you have it. They want to make it barrier free. So yeah. nobody can say, oh, well, you know, I didn't get tested because, right. you know, it's like five bucks to get out of the lot. Right. Actually, it's three seventy five. I wouldn't blame them if they charged, but good on them for not. That's one less thing that people have to worry about. So I went in. They asked for my name. They asked for a copy of my health card, and they don't actually touch anything. So I had to hold up my card. They scanned it. I had to give them a couple of numbers off of it, and then I was in. Mm -hmm. They said, go in there to that room. So I went in. There was a person getting swabbed while I waited. Once that person cleared the room, I went into the room, and I sat down in the big COVID chair, 
That's what I picture it as because there's this chair that everybody sits in and we know from the statistics that at least 1% of the people who sat in that chair had COVID-19. Right. So I sat in it trying not to touch anything. Well, they sanitize it and I don't know how, you know, like that they're obviously going to clean it in between. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, sure. I'm sure it's fine. It's just my paranoia and hypochondria that kicked in there. <laughs> so I'm sitting in the chair and I had to explain to her, listen, I'm going to admit I'm going to sound like an asshole here because I don't know my own body. But when you jam this thing in my nose, is it going to go like right into my sinus? Is there any chance that it's going to touch like my orbital bone or anything like that? That's the bone that's around your eye. And she explained to me, no, it doesn't. But I had to ask because I have a broken orbital bone in my face. I have for many years now. So she went in the other side to make sure that we didn't disturb that. And she assured me it wasn't going to go that way anyway. And boy, that 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 swab is long, man. It, it looks like a pen. Yeah. And if you think about sticking anything the length of a pen all the way down your nose, that's a scary prospect. But I'd done a little research and I asked around and everybody told me the same thing. It doesn't hurt, but it's very, very uncomfortable. And yeah, it is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Usually the only thing that goes in your nose is your finger. And it doesn't go down that far. <laughs> So I'm psyching myself up for this, and and she was great. The nurse who did this was phenomenal. She walked me through it. She said, okay, uh, we're going to do this side so we don't interfere with your broken orbital bone. We're going to stick the swab in. I'm going to count backwards from five. It'll be out before I get to zero. And I thought, five seconds, I can do that. No problem. She stuck it in, and I was like, okay. And then she kept sticking it in, and I was like, Let's go a little deep there. And then she went even further and she swirled it around to get a good sample. And, and, and she was at five, four, three, two, and pulled it out. If she had started at six, I probably would have said, ow. And I don't even think it I was about to say it hurt, but it just felt like I had it's to say something. Too. It's all mental, right? Like, you know what's happening. You know that that Q-tip basically is reaching the back. There are people listening right now that have to do it regularly for work. They do this literally like every three, four days, whatever yep. their work makes them do. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, it ain't no thing. But in the beginning, it can be. And it does screw with you. And your mind, and you're thinking, that's too far. You're touching my brain. Like, no, they're professionals. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They're not touching your brain. And uh, you get kind of all freaked out about it. I get it because I would be the exact same. I would probably freak out a little bit my first time, too. But that's good. Good for you. And again, you're just doing it out of an abundance of caution to see your mom, which I think yeah. is great. Giving her peace of mind as well, no doubt. I'm sure she would have seen you anyway. Uh, but that's nice. That's really good. You know, I don't think that I'm in any danger at all of having COVID-19. I don't go anywhere where I could have been exposed. So there's that. But still, just so that I can look her in the eye and know that I'm not doing anything that's going to put her in danger, Mm -hmm. that's why I decided to get it done. So I did. Um, One thing I will say is side effects. Your eyes will water for a couple of seconds afterwards. And I felt like I had a runny nose and I didn't. I kept like reaching for a Kleenex. I didn't have a runny nose, but it felt like I did. I'm assuming that's just because there was a giant fucking swab stuck in my sinus. Sure. But all in all, it's fine. The actual test was shorter than the amount of time it took me to enter all my health card info on the website to check my results today. Yeah. And the results aren't in. They said it could take up to four days. But they're hoping to get them done a lot faster. So kudos to the people who are doing the testing. I've read some people had bad experiences. I had nothing but a great experience. And by the way, 
I'd encourage everyone to do this, and I did it myself. I thanked the nurses who were there doing the testing. Uh, those nurses are the front line, like mm-hmm. the front of the front of the front line. They're the ones who they have no idea if the person coming through the door is positive or not, and they got to get right in their face. Yeah, absolutely. They're doing feel great. horrible for them. I really do. Oh, you know what else I did yesterday? You know what? I probably should have texted you before I did it because it was a bad fucking idea. When when I'm high, I eat like crazy. And I bought I finally found one. One of those PC decadent cookie pies. Yeah, I've have, seen a commercial for that. That looks uh it looks legit. Cat, I'm gonna tell you, it is legit. That thing, it is like eating a nice warm cookie, but with the the deep dish flavor of a pie. It's amazing. Whoever came up with this idea, as simple as it is, it's brilliant. So here's my takeaway from making this pie. It is the biggest fucking tease you can imagine. I had it in the freezer and I thought, tonight's the night. I'm high anyway. Let's let's get some fucking pie going here. I want it, I want something sweet. So, pulled it out of the freezer. Flipped over the box. What are the instructions here? It needs to cook at 375 for 55 minutes. You have to really want it. You have to really want it or really plan around that. 55 minutes plus another 30 minutes to cool. Well, uh, all right. An hour and a half later, you can fulfill that sweet craving you've got. But I'm glad I waited. Holy shit. I didn't wait the full half hour because I just didn't have it in me. So I ate it pretty warm. Had to blow on it a couple of times. (laughs) But here's what it's like when you first take it out of the oven. It has the consistency of cookie on the top with like a butter tart type filling. It's that sort of consistency and almost a similar flavor to a butter tart. Mm -hmm. Now, when I put it in the freezer and it cooled down a little bit more, then it turned a lot more cookie-like. I, uh... I got in a little bit of shit this morning because you told us that you were making this pie and I was very interested to know how the pie was and I'm glad it was good. But then I asked the question that, that I was wondering because you are, I said, are you, were you alone? And the reason I asked is because I knew that you were high and you didn't say that at first. You didn't say that on the radio anyway. No, that was our conversation from earlier this morning. How was your night? Oh, I was pretty fucking high to yeah, be honest exactly. with you. Exactly. <laughs> so I was just kind of tempting to see how, how far you'd go. Well, why, why did you make a whole pie by yourself? Did because you, you do dumb shit like that when you're stoned. It's totally you do. And then and then sure enough, it came out and someone said, way to peer pressure Scott into saying that he was high as fuck making <laughs> a pie by himself. <laughs> I know. Look, it's because I get it. Now the story all makes sense because you're wondering why would a grown man put in a full pie for himself? He was high. Now it all makes sense. I'm amazed I could turn the fucking oven off afterwards. <laughs> Did you, are you sure you turned it off? <laughs> I don't know, actually. The house is pretty warm, so maybe not. That's great. I'll find out in January when the gas bill comes. Either way, listen, I uh, I highly recommend that pie. If you saw the commercials and thought, huh, that looks good. It is good. But prepare yourself for the fact that you got to wait a very long time before you can have the pie. I feel like I could have made a pie from scratch even faster than waiting for this bastard to cook. Hmm. Cook from frozen 55 minutes and let it cool for 30 minutes. That's nuts. Um, can we talk quickly about this prank that women are doing on TikTok? Sure. Let, 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 sure. Let's talk about this, this prank that it shocks me people believe. But you can maybe convince me that it's, it makes sense people would believe in this prank. So women are having a little fun at their guy's expense. 
It's a TikTok thing where a woman will be out with her guy and she'll get him to go into a grocery store or a pharmacy to pick up a fictional product, women's hygiene products. One girl sent her guy in to because she needed it. She was going to wait in the car. I need you to go inside and get me a Rejuvacooch 3000. <laughs> Who thinks that's a that's the best. Another woman asked her guy to pick her up a squeaky clean of vagina. <laughs> so good. Listen. So good. I mean, that's mean. That is so mean if, if they're like the type to fall for that. I can see in a guy's head how that might make sense. Because guys, we don't have the vaginas. Or we don't, and we don't menstruate. So you've heard a couple of things over the years, maybe from your 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 mom or your girlfriend or your wife right. or your sister or whoever the women in your life are. Maybe you've heard a couple of things, yes. and, and and you certainly know that there's a a need to have cleaning products or or feminine hygiene products, and and you certainly know what a vagina is. So clean a vagina. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, I'll I'll go and get the clean a vagina for you. The squeaky clean a vagina. Get that one though. Oh, okay, all right. I guess it's specific. Fine. The I'll turbo, the turbo launcher one, the one with the turbo launcher on the back of it. <laughs> what the fuck? Rejuvacooch three thousand. Uh, is that a machine or is it a product? Is it a pill? I don't know. I'll just ask the pharmacist. And that's the problem: is these poor fucking guys went in and asked staff, like, uh, "Where can I find the clean of vaginas?" <laughs> so good. I'm looking for a Rejuvacooch three thousand. Do you have it? Like. Even like a 1500 maybe? Maybe that'll be good for her? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Is it less money for the 1500 Yeah, like Stop does me. she need the full 3000 or can she just get away with like a the, the Rejuvacooch oh 1000 It's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's so funny though. When people were mixed bag, I mean, you're going to get people who just think it's funny. Like, like me, okay? I just think that's funny. That's funny. But if you're the pranking type of couple... Then just everybody calm down because you know that that person that let's say it's a male female relationship, you know that the female has had that the other way around. You know, he's probably tried to send her into a hardware store looking for a left handed wrench or a whatever the fuck and, and thought that was funny or they prank each other all the time. So everyone needs to calm down. It's funny. At the end of the day, it is funny. I think it's very lovely that they were willing to go in looking for a rejuva gooch or whatever the fuck. That is Amazing. <laughs> I need a woo-ha hoo-ha. Uh, uh, all right. That's a different one. Don't get the Wuhan hoo-ha. Just to be <laughs> clear, that's not the one. Because then your vagina will get a virus. Stay away from that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, I mean, guys should never, ever shy away from that sort of thing. If you're in a relationship and your partner needs something, then by all means, you should help take care of that need. Sure. And, but- and I don't just mean your partner. It could be any... Maybe you're going to have a daughter someday. And you know what? Maybe your daughter's going to need you to go and yeah. pick up some feminine hygiene sure. products. There's a lot of reasons that you should know what is going on. Me? I know enough, but not all of it. And I'm not shy. I have no problem. If I were... And she's never asked me to do this little knock on wood there. But if I were out with my girlfriend and she said, oh, shit, can you go into that pharmacy over there and get me a squeaky clean of vagina? (laughs) Well, I'd probably call bullshit on it. But if she said, I just need tampons or something like that, of course, no problem. You stay here. I'll take care of it. My thing is I can't say no to a good deal. 
And I like to cover all the bases because the details matter. So if you send me in to get you tampons, like I said, I know enough, but not all of it. And and it seems like the technology for your vaginas is always advancing. Like I just saw a commercial the other day from Amy Schumer about, oh, they come in different sizes. And I was surprised to hear that. What? But also, so was the fucking girl in the commercial. She was surprised to hear there's different sizes. So... If I couldn't find that one that came with all the different sizes, I would buy individual boxes of all the sizes. That's and if it's on sale, you're not getting a box of tampons. You're getting a fucking case of tampons. That's amazing. You know, you, and you don't need to. And the thing is, you don't need to know. And that's fine. So that's totally fine. But I bet you, you you're completely like out to fucking see if I told you, hey, can you get a, a diva cup? If your girlfriend said, oh, get me a diva cup. I need a new one. You have no fucking idea what that is, do you? I honestly don't know what a diva yeah, cup is. Yeah, yeah. Is it like a jock strap for women? No, we wouldn't have any need for a jock strap type thing. This well, lots is of girls cup. in sports wear a jill. I Guys think... have a jock. Girls have a jill. Sure, they do. Yeah, absolutely. Because getting barred, they still call it getting barred. Yes. Yes. Getting barred hurts. That happened to me once on a trampoline. Don't want to talk about it. So listen, the diva cup is a, basically just that. Picture a cup. It's mm-hmm. I believe it's silicone, if I'm not mistaken. And it gets placed up there. And that's how you, instead of using a tampon or a pad, it's a diva cup. And it collects the period, the blood. What do you do with it afterwards, though? You You have to pull the cup out, I assume, right? You pull it out. And what do you do with it after that? You wash it it off and use it again. Really? Yeah, it's environmentally friendly. Okay, I mean, yeah, I guess it is. I just can't imagine pulling a cup of blood out of your No, neither can I. I mean, it's not for me, but it's, it's each their own. A lot of my friends use it, and it is the environmentally friendly factor is a factor for me, for sure. Like I think, okay, that 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 if that works well, and it's if it's approved, and they say it's great and it's fine, but a lot of things about it scare me. But anyway, you're right about the technology. I don't, I I, I don't disagree with you there because even for women, it's hard for women to keep up with their own products. And we go, oh, what's this now? What's that now? They have this. They have that. Uh, but good for you for even offering to do it. You know, in 15 years, I've never asked, ever asked my husband to go get that for me. Well, you have a different take on it. You fully, you have assumed 100% responsibility for your period. Yeah, like it's, it's, there's no, there's no like surprises there really. I mean, I'm, I'm ready to go if I need it ever. Like I, it's never a, oh no, I'm out or whatever. I, I need you to go immediately. Emergency. I don't know what's stopping you. There's from going. blood everywhere. I, yeah, Fuck, like, hurry up. It's like, I understand <laughs> that it's going to happen. It is a thing that happens. Now, for some people, maybe they can't stock up. Maybe they can't afford to stock up. That's another issue all in, in its own because they should be free for everybody. They should be. It's stupid. Uh, but anyway, I don't, I just, I never, you shouldn't need to. It, that's just my personal opinion. Don't get mad. I'm glad that there's guys out there that'll do it for their wives. If that's the case, good for you. And maybe she can't get out. She's busy. She's got things to do. She does not do the groceries. You're the one that does the groceries and the other things. So you get them. Fabulous. I'm so glad that there's people willing to do it that don't think it's a big deal. Because it's not. It's a part of everyday life. But also, at the same token, I, I, I know it's coming. I, I'm, I can prepare myself. I never have to ask for it. But that's just me and my scenario. I'm too inquisitive, I think. Like, I would take I, I would take this on as a project. Really? You want me to be in charge of the tampons here? Okay, no problem. I'm going to go out and get everything you okay. need. So, then I'm going to come back and ask a bunch of questions. Yes. Like, okay, well, what do you need that for? You'll Why does that have type. to be like that? You'll How does the, that go in? You'll be the type to look at it, and then you'll see the light, regular, super, and you've got no fucking idea, right? Right. Like, you wouldn't know which one to pull, for, which one to pick? Super seems better. Not, uh, 
See, that's where, no, you don't know everything. You don't know everything. But in toilet so paper I, terms, you want the super. <laughs> super's there for a couple of different reasons. And you don't want to have to ask about a flow. That's just not a question you want to have to ask. So if they don't tell you specifically, just get the regular. It's okay. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, guys, the message here is your Lots woman, of vagina talk this morning. <laughs> sorry about the vagina talk, everybody. If that makes you uncomfortable, I don't understand why. I mean, it's a perfectly natural, normal thing. Sure it is. However, anyway, um, I, I certainly do understand that it can be confusing for some people who uh, have never had a menstruation cycle like me. I have no idea. But I'm curious, and I want to be sympathetic and supportive. So that's why I was interested. Uh, quickly, before we bring in Angelo, lockdown is happening. The only thing that was wrong from the news that got leaked to what was confirmed yesterday is lockdown's going to start Boxing Day instead of on Christmas Eve. And I instantly thought, why? Why would we put that off? Mm-hmm. So I went out searching for answers. And, and there's a lot of people who are freaking out. Ah, it should happen right now. Fucking lock it down. No, it can't lock down right now. In order for a lockdown to work, everybody has to do it. And it, there's just no way. No fucking way. Three days before Christmas, people are just going to say, uh, I'll just stay home for the next month. It's not going to happen. And once some people break the rules, more people will break the rules. And then the whole fucking thing's out the window. So they had to wait until people are off anyway. People are going to quiet down around 6 o'clock on Christmas Eve when all the stores close and most people get sent home for the holiday. And that's when we have our best chance at success. Somebody told me, and I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe you work in the employment field or HR. Somebody told me that the reason that they're not locking it down on Christmas Eve is because there's many people whose job requires they have to work on Christmas Eve in order to get the pay from Christmas Day oh, and Boxing Day. Okay, and see, there's a reason for doing what they're doing. So that would um, probably all align in in the reason why they decided to close Boxing Day, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, there's uh, there's also a money factor here. We as a country are so broke. We are so, so broke. broke and in debt. It's fucking crazy. Broke-ass bitches, yep. You know what Christmas Eve is? One of the busiest shopping days of the year. Mm-hmm. The HST that the government is going to bring in on Thursday is going to be crazy. They don't want to miss out on that revenue. They don't want to pay out an extra two days of CERB if they don't have to. And by the way, Christmas Day is a holiday. Uh, they'd much rather start those CERB payments on the 26th than on the 24th. Mm. I think that that has something to do with it. Let's not forget, there's a lot of people who are going to lose their jobs, particularly people in the service industry, because restaurants are shut down for indoor dining. So they wanted to make it Boxing Day instead. I don't know if that's the right answer. I really don't. I think it sends the wrong message. I think it tells people that we get serious on Boxing Day, but fill your boots until then. Yeah. So I almost wish they would have started it. At 6 p.m. or 9 p.m. on Boxing or on Christmas Eve. 9 p.m. Christmas Eve, I think everybody would have been covered and they understand this is serious. Putting it off till Boxing Day, like I said, I think it's a mixed message, but I have no idea what advice the the premier and the cabinet is getting from the doctors. Mm -hmm. And presumably, all we do is listen to doctors now. So, okay, if they felt that was the right thing to do, they felt that was the maybe right thing to do. Maybe we need that, though. Maybe we do need that transparency uh, in order to continue on with 
with people trusting. I mean, and not a lot of them will anyway, no matter what you say. But based on what I'm seeing online, same thing. A lot of the comments have like, oh, interesting. Why? Why? And some people think it should have been, you know, earlier, later. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. But why did they come to the conclusion they came to? I would like to know a little bit more about that myself. But here yeah. we are. Here we are. It's going to happen on the, as of the 26th. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now let's uh, let's make the phone call, shall we? Let's see what he's up to. I'm just let's get him on dial, the phone. Dial here and see what well, Angelo's doing. As we record, it's almost 10 a.m., so he's probably still in bed. He's scaring the shit out of him. Maybe Ma will wake him up. Hello? Angelo! How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. Good. Angelo! <laughs> God, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. It's so good to talk to you. It's been ages. Yeah, I think, the, well, I don't know, the last time I talked to both of you at the same time, you guys were telling me you were leaving, so hopefully <laughs> you guys aren't doing something similar. That's flashbacks. <laughs> I was flashbacks, I'm like, I was just thinking about it this morning. I'm like, I think the last time I talked to both of them, I go, they were telling me they were leaving, and it was a sad day. Oh, no. Okay, look, for those who um, haven't listened back to the very beginning, to season one of the After Nine podcast, Angelo was our producer at the last station, and he also produced the podcast. Um, And he was on many of the podcasts, uh, one of our favorite people, uh, I think to tease especially. But uh, I, you know what? We, We don't even need to go into detail. But long story short, uh, you are no longer with the uh, old station, correct? That is correct. I'm no longer with them. We had a little bit of a uh, disagreement and parting of ways. And, you know, at the end of it, I'm, I'm thankful that I did have the opportunity each and, every, each and every day and each and every morning to get to work in radio and be a part of somebody's morning, regardless of how big or small my role in their morning might have been. But, you know, I'm thankful for everything that I learned there. And uh, it was just time to move on at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's the right thing to say. Good for you. Uh, yeah. Good. Thank you. So what do you do now? Do you sleep in? Because it's probably been a long time since you've been able to do that. Yeah, I, I've slept in a little bit. Um, I'm trying to get back on somewhat of a, a regular sleep schedule because for a while there I got to, like, you know, not have to go to bed at, like, 9 o'clock at night to wake up at, you know, three thirty four in the morning. So I enjoyed those those little parts of everything. But I'm trying to get back on somewhat of a um, – a regular sleep schedule, mm-hmm. like at least not being up at like eleven thirty in the in the morning, at 12, 12 o'clock, losing half the day, and not being able to do anything. So I'm trying to have a normal, somewhat normal sleep and being up schedule. Good. Okay. Yeah. And I I used to tease you all the time about it. You, are you still with your girlfriend? A B. Are you engaged yet? Uh, I am still with her. She's actually upstairs right now. She's doing something I don't do very often, which is read. Shower? She's a smart, she's a smart <laughs> one. <laughs> she did that last night. I did mine this morning. Okay, um, good. You're all clean. I'm all clean. I'm all ready to go. Um, 
and we aren't engaged yet. Yet? Yes. I got it yet at least. I got it yet because you two are adorable. Like you guys are just freaking adorable. Every time you post a photo, I'm like, shut up and get married. You guys are so cute. I can't. Why are you putting so much fucking pressure on this guy? Sorry, but they're adorable. Like Because I know that they're going to get married. Like I know it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But of you course, know, COVID time. Know, so it's weird anyway. Right, Angelo? It is very, it is very weird. It's, it's such a weird time. Like we, we had four months when the we had the first lockdown in Ontario and with Quebec as well, that we didn't see each other. We went from, I think it was basically the beginning of March until Canada Day that we hadn't see, we didn't get to see each other. So all we did was like talk on the phone and FaceTime. So wait a second, you guys did not quarantine together? No, we did not. Wow. She, she was working and she, you know, she couldn't necessarily leave where she was. And obviously I couldn't leave where I was being, you know, essential mm-hmm. and on the radio. So... We kind of had to, you know, take a bit of a, you know, we had to take a different approach and like basically just to make sure we talked every day and made sure that we, we FaceTime every day. And it was tough. It was tough. Like mm-hmm. it's tough not being able to like go and see somebody like that. We're used to seeing each other at least once a month. Sometimes we had a point where we were seeing basically each other every three weeks. So that stopped like dead in its tracks. And we had to, you know, once, once, once we had a little bit of ease with the restrictions, then we made sure, like, every three weeks we were seeing each other, like, we were spending time together, you know, at least four days minimum. Okay, so when you got her on the FaceTime, did you, like, just walk in front of your your iPad or your computer naked, or did you take your clothes off <laughs> while you were there with her on the call? No. I'm just wondering how that works. No, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. <laughs> oh, Ma, I'm trying to do a FaceTime here. No, Fuck. Mom, Mom would kill me. And she would have hit me with a wooden spoon at least a good 50 times before it broke. How is Ma? How is Ma Ma doing? Ma's doing good. She's still, you know, hoping that I move out. They bought me a new. They bought me a new couch for the basement, so they got me at least for another year. Oh. <laughs> See, this is the whole stop cooking with cheese philosophy. If you keep giving him nice things, he's not going to fucking leave. This no, is the problem. No, I think she secretly still wants me here, but in a way, she kind of like wants to push me out. Right. Um, (laughs) And I know Angelo, too, right? Like, he's basically, most of us have a calendar, right? Like, oh, okay, you know what? After the winter, you know, I can travel a little more, see my girlfriend a little more. Angelo's basing his entire life around sauce season. (laughs) He's got to make sure he's there for the fresh batch of sugo. And then he can go anywhere he wants. If I'm not here Labor Day weekend, I get get in trouble. I got nonna nonna calling me, not even mom. Oh, no. I got nonna calling me, say, hey, where are you? It's time to, you know, it's time to show up. It's time to time to work you gotta wash <laughs> <laughs> okay so um it's christmas coming up and your girlfriend yeah. is here how long is she going to be here with you so she's we're actually so we're here in toronto until the 25th and then we are taking the train back to montreal and then i'm spending the week or so with her till uh, whatever the sunday is the third or whatever it might be, and then I come back to Toronto. I come back to Toronto. Is that safe to be taking a train in the middle of a pandemic on, on the last day before lockdown begins? Uh, uh, well, I took one. I took the train back in November for her birthday, and, you know, they have all the safety precautions in place. Like, there's only, like, maybe, I want to say, 50 people on the train, max, and I'm being, and I'm being generous. And you have your own seat, and you're pretty much spread out in the train. 
and you have to and you do have to wear you know your PPE or face covering. And I felt I felt safe. I did really kind of just slept through the whole train ride anyway, so it was okay. But I I, I do feel safe traveling even during the pandemic. But mm-hmm. you know, teach their own, right? So what's going to happen with dinner? Because that's always on my mind when it comes to you. Oh. You're going to have a big like Christmas Eve type seafood fiesta, I'm guessing. Yeah, we've already actually the order's already in. I have to go pick it up tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, where are you going? San Antonio? Are you going to see uh, Paul? Yeah, actually, actually, I am. Yeah. yeah, good for you. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, why don't you throw in a couple haven't... of lobster tails extra for this guy? Come on, come on. <laughs> Uh, we haven't really planned dinner. We kind of like we've talked about it. Um, we're going to be doing some like virtual Zoom, like Christmas get-togethers with mm-hmm. uh, her family, and also some of her, and her friends and some of my friends as well. So we haven't really talked about food, which is a which is a very first thing for us. We have said we'll try and have like Chinese food on New Year's Eve because it's like a tradition we we've sort of had even in my family. It's not Chinese uh, New Year until the end of January. Well, we celebrate early. We, we no. have an early celebration. <laughs> and then we celebrate again. You've got to celebrate twice. Like, it's, uh-huh, you know, yeah. it's the best thing. And uh, we're going to figure out the rest because we do have to go. Well, she has to go grocery shopping because she has to go to Costco. And they only allow one person in Costco at a time from one household. Right. Or with one membership. So she has to go in because it's her membership. And then i got to wait in the car. And wait for her to come out, and we'll probably have some salmon and some chicken. And baby, make and, sure you pick me up some samples, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just grab some. Fill up a bag. <laughs> Take them all. <laughs> if they got me those two little hot dog things that are wrapped up, grab me all of those. I want them all. And a bucket of wings too. <laughs> oh, you gotta have wings. the wings. A little bit, of, and get a little blue cheese while you're there. You know, a little bit of dipping sauce. Come on. <laughs> What time is your train out to Montreal on on uh, Christmas Day? It is eleven thirty in the morning, and it's a, what about five six hours? About five hours. The train <laughs> it moves it moves super fast. It only stops like in Oshawa and Kingston and like Belleville. It's very like few of the bigger stops, and then that's it. You know why he's on that train, Cat? He figured it out <laughs> perfectly so he can have breakfast at home and then take the train and arrive in Montreal in time for dinner. That's right. I'm, but I'm, I'm always thinking. I even I'm even packing a lunch too for the train. But I don't go hungry when it's like 2.30 and I'm like, man. Of course you, know, you lunch, are. It's lunchtime and it's time to eat. So, you know, let's break up the sandwiches and, and the, you know, the supersada. <laughs> Where's the flight attendant or the, 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 the girl with the food? Where'd she go? Come on. That train's, nuts or something. That train's going to smell fun. Lots, oh, really fun. Oh, I feel bad for some of this. I, I, I don't feel bad because, you know, like the prosciutto and the salami, it smells good. I don't know. I think people will enjoy it. Maybe give them hey, a little There's piece. nothing wrong with a good charcuterie there. No, nothing. I'm okay with a little charcuterie board. <laughs> I'm going to give you two mortadella sandwiches to stick in your purse. Just keep them in there and in, in the plastic wrap. <laughs> Ma made them. They're good. You should try it. Well, I'm not sharing, but I mean, if you had one, you should eat one. <laughs> if you saw my setup that I had last time, I had like, you know, one of those like, um, what's it called? The, uh, the sealable like grocery bags that are like, they keep everything cold. Uh huh. And I put a couple ice packs in there, two sandwiches, snacks, like carrots, tomatoes. You think you're away for a weekend? Jesus Christ. You know what? It's it's a a five hour train ride. You're sitting there. You know, you got to try to keep yourself, you know, somewhat, you know, from going crazy. So you have a few sandwiches, you have a few snacks, and you're okay. So she reads and you eat sandwiches. Yeah. (laughs) 
Cat, <laughs> I can't starve on the train. That's a horrible way to go. <laughs> it is a horrible way to go. You want to die on here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Lockdown? I didn't know that meant we couldn't eat on the train. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, would you tell us the truth if we asked you, if when you get on that train to Montreal, there's going to be anything gold and or diamond in your suitcase. Oh, now who's prying? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not asking him if he is. I'm asking us if he would tell us if he was. I would tell you. You guys would be people that I would inform, obviously. But there isn't anything diamond or gold or silver or whatever you want to whatever color you can conjure up in your head that's coming on the train with me. <laughs> okay, all right. That is not happening yet. Now, you guys are still fairly new in this relationship. This will be, what, your third Christmas together? Yes, this is our, our third Christmas together. Um, the, the second one we're actually getting to spend together because the first one we were fairly new in the relationship. Right. So it was like, you know, she wanted to be with her. She was with her family, and I spent with mine, and then I spent a week with her. So it's a, you know. Good. So fairly new at Christmas, like this would like we were planning on like getting to spend time with like my family and then her family when that was the whole point of traveling on Christmas Day. But obviously with a pandemic, harder to do. So we're just going to spend it together. Well, good for you guys. Long distance relationships. It's not. It's not easy. No. At all. It is is a. It is a grind. Some sometimes, like I, I will say, I think I've experienced more travel delays just traveling in like what is an hour flight from Toronto to Montreal, then I think most people have traveling to Europe or to the United States. Because last time when I, when I was flying back from Montreal, it, it's an hour flight and it took almost two hours from uh, terminal to terminal from pier, from uh, Montreal's international airport to Toronto's airport. Holy shit. Like, we were stuck on the tarmac, the ice in the plane. Oh, man. And then stuck waiting for a, a gate to open up. That way, that was another 20 minutes, you know. At some point, you're just like, okay, I want to get off this plane. Just drop yeah, Angela's on the Uber Eats app. Like, fuck. Do you guys deliver? <laughs> I was waiting. Right I was, to the I plane. Was, I was going to order a pizza for the for the road home, so at least I had something to eat. This, I'm hungry. <laughs> Ma, thanks for picking me up. Let's stop at Domino's. <laughs> Pizza Nova, Pizza Nova. Pizza Nova, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, What was that? It must have been weird for you because you had worked with us for a couple of years there on the morning show, and then we left, and you were brought, or you were there with the the new team there. Uh, How did that all go? That went good. I, I, you know what, I did. You make some new friends. Were they better for your ego than we are? Constantly Uh, shitting on it. I don't know. You know, I didn't get, I didn't get shit on as much as I typically, (laughs) as I typically did. But it was, you know, it was good. It's just, I, I will say, like, it's not, it wasn't the same with you, with, with, without you guys, because, like, at the end of the day, like, you guys, you know, first I was like, just, you know, I, I was in the basement being your morning show producer, and then I sort of like ran the board, and then I kind of became part of the show as a whole. And that's the part that I really missed at the end of the day. Got it. Got it. Well, it is certainly good to talk to you, buddy. We miss you. And we hope you have a fantastic Christmas. It was really kind of you to come on after nine today. That was... uh, Yeah, thanks for that. Hey, thanks for having me on. I I was glad to be back on. 
for the first time in probably 200 episodes or whatever it is you guys have <laughs> It's now. been a minute, yeah. 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 Well, there's only two episodes left in season three of After Nine, and it is mm. crazy. Like, we're up over half a million listeners now. It really is nuts how many people have found After Nine and listen regularly. So thank you to all the new listeners. We encourage you to go back over the break when Kat and I are off for a couple of weeks. Listen to season one. Check out season two. And season three is all the bullshit COVID-19 pandemic stuff. That's how we've got it organized so far. But the premiere of season four, well, that's going to be big. Can't wait. It's going to be real good. Angelo, we wish you a Merry Christmas. How do I say that in Italian? Buon Natale? Buon Natale. Buon Natale. Yeah. Or Joyeux Noël in French, if you, you know. Oh, that's right. You're basically, (laughs) you can't competently speak any of those three languages. No, I'm in trouble with the English language, let alone you're asking to to know verbs in Italian and then add in French. I'm confused all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Not a master linguist, just a linguist. Exactly. I'm a basis. I'm a basis. Figuring it out. Figuring it out. Uh, All right, man. Thank you very much. We wish you safe travels and congratulations on your impending engagement because we don't believe anything you just told us. Yep. Make sure you guard that thing with your life on that train, sir. uh, Hold it close to my chest. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Don't do something stupid like stick it in a burrito and try and surprise her or anything like that. What, not a plate of pasta won't be any good? Like if I hide it at the bottom of the plate? No, Angelo, avoid the food. Avoid the food. (laughs) Baby, it's a bolognese with a ring in it. What do you think of that? (laughs) Don't do it. That's all I need is her choking. And then I'm like, oh, shit. What do I do? All right, man. It was great talking to you. You have a great Christmas, okay? You too, guys. Happy New Year. Great talking to you. Great to talk to you too. Take care. Take care, guys. Awesome. Uh, it's great to catch up with him. Certainly is. Certainly is. Uh, where are we at for tomorrow? Did you talk to uh, the other guest that no. was going to come on? No, I haven't yet. So we won't tease that just yet. I know this particular person is a busy person, but uh, we will hopefully, if not uh, tomorrow, then uh, Thursday. Uh, we will have brand new episodes both tomorrow and Thursday of After 9. And then after that, we're going to take a break because, well, yeah, we uh, we kind of deserve that, don't we? Well, I think this is episode 166 since the pandemic began. Wow. Fuck. Wow. Um, We've been working hard this year. You, if you had, had a dick, you would have worked it off by now. <laughs> right clean off. <laughs> and you know what? Season four, I mean, you touched on it there when we were talking to Angelo. In season four, guys, we, we are hoping will be a little more um, light and fluffy and fun because we know that obviously season three included a lot of the COVID-19 stuff. We're going to continue to cover everything we need to cover. People are talking about it. We talk about it in the podcast. It's, it's pretty plain and simple. But hopefully, we're hoping that with season four come some changes and some rounding the bend and turning the corner and all the other shit that you're going to hear so constantly over the next little while. And we're hoping for that. But, uh... Yeah, I guess that's it for us for now. Hit that subscribe button and leave us a review if you want. And we'll catch you right back here tomorrow with another edition of After Nine.